that. Go ahead, go ahead. You were saying? Well, I just, uh, I just wonder with all the like hair products and spritzes and all of that. Like, I don't think I feel like if I tried that, yeah, you would just see me looking like a like a limp noodle. You know? (laughs) Should we have a hair care Excelsior episode? We've we we've uh, we've hypothesized a lot of potential Excelsior <laughs> episodes that I don't think are going to happen. We can we can add hair care to it. Um, yeah. We can get like like wh- who among us like like really takes care of the hair. We can get Irene back for an episode. Have her, have her <laughs> do a hair care. I feel episode. like Lucas maybe. Yeah, Lucas does hair care. We can we can. Ask we'll Lucas. ask him later. <laughs> yeah, when Lucas joins. We can, yeah, look, Lucas, because, but no, but he does, like, the two-in-one hen shoulders, didn't, like, we had a whole conversation with him about, like, how he uses two-in-one and doesn't actually use conditioner or shampoo. I don't use conditioner. Really? Yeah, I don't need to. My, no, my hair, my hair would get too flimsy if I used conditioner. Oh, I don't need to use conditioner. Well, it's, it's not, I don't need, it's literally, like, it's so thin. Logan, weigh in on the hair care discussion we're having. Look, I don't use conditioner. That's not weird. Why don't you just use two in one? I don't know. Okay, so we were just talking about how Lucas does that. But it's it's, not real conditioner. Do you guys remember that? Do you remember the whole thing with the. Yeah, the the squeeze. Yeah, that's what I was referencing. And Patrick, it's not. I don't remember Um, that. Well, Lucas, Logan, Patrick wasn't on How I Met Your Mother. Oh, well. No, but it's not about it. it, But it's about. It's not about just not needing conditioner. Like, it's, it's. It makes me look worse if I use conditioner. Interesting. Jordan, Anyways, I was be, saying, I'm gonna be holding that mic the entire. Dude, episode. I think I should hold the mic. I think I, I like holding the mic. It gives me more control over like the modulation of my voice because I can bring it in like this and go really close. Do you remember how I warned you that if you do that, I'm going to leave and not come back? <laughs> <laughs> I actually did remember that. <laughs> but see, you know what I mean. It, it feels more like we're having a conversation when I'm holding the mic because I'm not like leaned over. You know what I mean? What does that this even mean? It feels it's more, more like we're having. A con- we are having a conversation. Just put down on the desk yeah but logan then i have to like like i, I just I, it feels bad i like i like it I do like you not have like a stand for it patrick i took it out of the, the mic that you're using patrick jeez this is the mic that i'm using it's the same i mic. got that Mine's for just blue christmas like two years ago i bought wow. this for the podcast about uh, AirPods, three years ago. original airpods it's all right no uh, literally using anything other than whatever the fuck ethan uses is fine yeah, Ethan, <laughs> ethan's mic. where you hear like every oh. third word it's, dude i just put up the rick and morty episode um, i was actually listening to it that's the first i think it's the first podcast i've ever listened to um wow thank god really oh, there, oh there he is there he is First time back, I can barely hear you. Wow, I'm yeah, gonna. Lucas, tur- something. You wrong. are so quiet. Like, like just turn up the volume. I feel like we had volume before, and there was a thing that we did. Well, his volume's maxed out on Riverside because I'm looking at the right hand side. and I can see that it's maxed out. This is what happens when you join the podcast in like eight months. <laughs> yeah, I feel like when was the last time I recorded Luca, something? <laughs> Lucas has not been on the podcast since Thor: Love and Thunder. Well, Lucas, but I think it's been like two months since I have. No, because we did the 2022 recap, which is February 5th, so it's been a month. Did we record that on February 5th? Yeah, it's been a month. Yeah, and we recorded the other one a week after that, and that got uploaded like two days ago. <laughs> I was on vacation. Yeah, why I had an IV in my so arm. <laughs> I had an IV in my arm. He, I get no. a week's pass. You want to hear the actual reason, Logan? No, no, no. <laughs> I had an IV in my arm, so I get that week off. And then I was in Telluride, <laughs> so I get that off. week off. No, I know, was two weeks off. Then he went to Cabo. IV in Cabo. No, 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 no. The uh, IV was in Cabo. Uh. The IV was in Cabo, so that week's off. Then I was in Telluride for a week, so that week's off. Uh, food poisoning. I threw up. I lost like 10 pounds. And then... Ah, uh, yeah, I should have thought of that, Lucas. You ever been to Cabo, Lucas? Right yeah. Do I sound normal? What'd you say? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you're perfect, Lucas. I, well, I have to leave at seven sharp. I have to leave at seven sharp, so we might want to get started. Okay, yeah. I just want to uh, say real quick that the actual reason that it took no, him such nearly a month <laughs> to upload, it, it, you told me this like ten times over the phone, so this is not bullshit at all. Um, it, yes, we can no, hear barely, you a little. Barely. No, no, we won't be able to hear you on the podcast. It is because 
Jordan knew so little during the Rick and Morty episode about Rick and Morty that he was embarrassed to post the episode. Yeah. Yeah. He was insecure. <laughs> Dude, it's Lucas no, no, leave. it's Lucas not leave even. And come back. It's not even my Rick and Morty knowledge. It's the giver. It's the entire giver section. That it's entire like, section <laughs> was terrible. I haven't gotten like, to that funny. section yet when I'm listening to it. That was really bad. No, like, it's really funny. Like, it's a really funny section, but it's like, it's. It's embarrassing for you. It's like, it's really embarrassing for me. But this is my redemption. I now get, to, I've like, I've had my valley and I now get to have my redemption. So that starts is now. Is Quantumania your redemption? Is that where we're at? Every episode <laughs> since. Oh, no, no. You want to know why it's my redemption? Because I want to fucking talk about something before we get into Ant-Man. Super quick. So, uh, Logan, uh, you may not know this. Do you watch movies alone? Like, have you ever gone to a theater and watched a movie alone? I've never gone to a Wait, theater and watched a movie alone. I watch movies on streaming services alone all the time. Wait. Yeah, that's there we better. go. There we go. Perfect, perfect. Wait, does anybody oh, else hear a weird, like, background, like, clanging noise? Not a clanging, no. Right there. Right there. Right there. Oh, yeah, I do. You do hear that? I think that's like Patrick. I think Patrick, you have like some background noise mean? on like the street or something. Yeah, I Whatever. mean, I'm right and over I, the I, I'll, quads. Yeah, I'll, so. I'll, clean it, I'll clean it up in post. It's fine. Anyways, so I, so you've never gone to a movie alone. I've also never gone to a movie alone. Lucas, have you ever gone to a movie alone? Like what me and Logan had? No, have you no, ever gone no. to would a movie alone? alone? Would that be alone, Lucas? That would actually not be alone. That would be with another person. That would actually be the exact opposite. Well, dude, Logan and I were the only two in the theater. I thought that's what you meant. Should I turn down my mic? Have away? you it's ever gone to a no, movie no, with nobody good. else with you? Yeah, yeah. No. Lucas, have you ever gone to... Okay, okay. So I'm alone in New York City. So I went to a movie alone because nobody wanted yeah, to go see Ant-Man with me. And... No, right. bro. No, 100%. let me get this out of the way first. No, Going to no. movies alone is elite. I, I do it yeah, all the time. <laughs> no, I, I will say. Like so, so I, will I say, feel like I would have a good time if I did that. No, I will say, low key, it was an elite experience. I don't have but, to worry but, about if the but, other people are enjoying it, so I have to like temper my reaction to yeah, whether. Yeah, no, hundred percent. Like I, the stigma is gone for me. Jordan, but Patrick, I sit down. Do no, because I could say that I low key liked parts of Don't Worry, Darling, but. The people around me. <laughs> anyway, Jordan. Patrick Patrick decided that he was going to start going to movies alone after he saw a Thor Love and Thunder, Thunder with me and Ethan, and we talked yeah, about went, the whole thing. That's when well, he decided he was no, going to you guys made that movie better, and I still gave it, gave it a 0 out of 10. <laughs> but I think this one was worse than Thor Love and Thunder. But that's that's so fucking Honestly, insane, I'm, and I'm you're... Anyway, Jordan, go. Jordan. 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 No, I want to say Let Jordan story. tell his story so we can start this review. Exactly. So I sit, it's not going to take us that long, but I sit down, Patrick knows the story, and the two people next to me then sit down, right? It's a woman and a guy, clearly on a date, the woman makes a comment that she's dressed like a high schooler, whatever floats her boat, I guess, little weird. Anyways, anyways, the trailers start rolling. First off, whoever at AMC decided that there should be 10 fucking trailers before the movie, fuck you. I got to that theater at 1.30. The movie was supposed to start 1.45. We started the movie at 2.30. That's some bullshit. But that's not even what I'm mad about. The people next to me, these fucking pieces of shit, had a problem, Logan, had a problem with Every single trailer that they saw, every single trailer, Probably and not what? even like, oh, no, 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 and not even like, oh, I'm not into that movie. Like the Nike, you know, the Nike movie they're making, that trailer came on. They're like, oh, what's the big deal? It's just a movie about sneakers. Dungeons and Dragons came on. Oh, Chris Pine's too old to play an action guy. Fast what? and the Furious came on. Fast and the Furious came on. I literally wrote these down and sent them to Patrick. Fast. And the wow. Chris that Pine is, is 42. I know! Dude, he's two years dude. older than Henry Cavill. I know! Fast and the Furious comes on? Oh, it doesn't follow real-world physics. Facts? Fucking, uh, we, the flat. Wait, Logan and I saw, like, but, yeah, but just, like, in case you weren't it's aware. Fast and the Furious! Like, uh, the, uh, trailers. Yeah. Yeah, we saw them. Yeah. Anyways, I mean, it kept going like that, and it made me so unreasonably angry that it almost ruined the experience, but it didn't. So speaking of guys, welcome back to the Excelsior podcast.
Burger. Today, I am joined by Patrick Steinbaum. Uh, I don't think that's his name. I don't think that's his name as well. Weird. Odd. But what is it? But you should read his name as listed. They actually can't see his name as listed. Logan Dracos is also here. Hey, guys. And for the first time since August of 2022, the season three premiere of Excelsior. That's not true. That is true. You have not been on since August. Give me proof. You can go to the episodes. We could. I've just been unusually quiet. No, definitely. But yeah, Lucas Alexander is also here, which is why the quality of content. Yeah, Lucas is so our Lucas up. is our in studio audience for all of these. <laughs> Lucas is our in studio audience. I want to talk about this real quick. Wait, wait, wait. I want to talk about this real quick. Who would be the best? Three members of Excelsior for the highest quality podcast. What type of what? Wait, wait. Uh, I feel wait, like what's talking about? Of this? Let's talk about this. <laughs> Logan, Logan, Logan. I, I, I think we know who we are. What and, type and, of quality? And, and, what I think any Lucas enter any type of quality. I think we're shooting for just just a little at this point. What does that mean? Define quality. No, just just like a quality episode. I, look, look, Lucas, Logan. I think there's like a there's like an L here of like, like a right angle of people, and then there's like somebody okay, yeah. down here. I just yeah, think I, I forget. Okay, cool. I just want to. Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. That would yeah. be a cr- that was be your brain would evaporate as you st- just you were like oh clouds. That would be all you could think at the end of that episode. <laughs> oh, I think so, the worst episode today, combination. He waits. I swear to God, you wait to talk until people are talking. We had a we had like a ten second gap, like pausing to set up the episode, and right as I go to introduce the topic, Lucas starts. That was my thinking time. That was my thinking time. I think the worst oh, combination shit. could be me, Ethan, and Logan. I think no, not even close. The worst, dude. The, dude, the worst combination is you, Ethan, and Alexei. Yeah, probably. Because then it's yeah. just you and Ethan talking. Well, but and that would just be terrible. That would just be terrible. right. Well, no, because you get Lucas's <laughs> like you get Lucas's like random interruptions, and then you get like half of what Ethan is saying. I have no um, comment. I don't have random interruptions. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's you're get started. To, <laughs> let's I know get started. It's been like ten minutes. Let's get started. <laughs> yeah, it's been actually we're actually twelve minutes into the podcast. Um, but yeah, so today we're going to be talking about Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania, Marvel's latest film, which uh, is kind of controversial review wise. But we're going to talk about it because that is what we do. Standard format, you know, we'll give, we'll give our overall thoughts. There are a couple of topics I want to get into: Kang being the biggest, but also just like what this means for the MCU going forward. And also how fucking annoying Cassie Lang is in this movie. So also the daughter, the daughter, literally Ant-Man's daughter. Thank you, thank you. It's never too um, late to not be a dick. Um, so it's never too late to not be a dick. So I'll I'll start us off. Um, I enjoyed this movie way more than I thought I was going to. Uh, it's no secret I did not like Ant-Man two at all, but this was a lot. I thought a lot better. Uh, I loved Kang. Thought he was awesome. I have some gripes and concerns that you know we'll get into later, but overall, like solid villain, really cool setup. Uh, I, I, you know, the quantum realm stuff was fine. It doesn't make any sense with regards to like the rest of the MCU, and you basically have to treat quantum mania as if the quantum realm just didn't exist before this yeah. movie. Like yeah, that's yeah. the only way any of this makes sense. Which fine, whatever it is. Uh, like, I think in fact uh, you have to like, like instant. Like, I don't like to get caught up in logic and stuff, but I think based on, like, the amount of logical problems you could list with this film, no matter how much I enjoyed it, which you'll see I did enjoy it, you have to drop it, like, uh, at least, like, a point and a half, because it just makes no sense. 
it, the film as a whole makes no sense. The quantum realm, which is the device for the entire film, makes no sense. The Janet Van Dyne stuff. I mean, Patrick and I talked about it like right after I saw the movie. The Janet Van Dyne stuff is so bad and so stupid. But I don't like, want to harp on it because it's it's yeah, obvious. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Wait, guys. Yeah, yeah. I'm so sorry. Is Janet Van Dyne the mom? The I'm, mother. I'm terrible with names. Okay. The mother. Dude, put, yeah. Pull up another tab. Okay, pull up another tab <laughs> and look up Ant Man Quantum Mania cast. I think all I of us do up. this so that you can do that without interrupting the patient. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Logan. Um, I like interruption. I like interruption. Yeah, I, yeah I we thought, can tell. Uh, yeah, the, I actually <laughs> found this movie really funny. It was. It, I think it's the funniest movie that Marvel has made since Endgame. Most uh, unintentionally which, funny movie, right? Not like. Oh no! Because I no no no. no. No, no, I uh, thought the guy uh, with the... No, no, see, that's where you're wrong, uh, Logan. Because the guy with the holes, the hole guy, had me fucking crying. That dude was so fucking funny. Had me on the floor. Um, and then the ending, I thought, was done really well. I think they act... I think that's actually the best scene in the movie, is Scott's monologue at the end, where you can slowly feel his anxiety building and building and building as he starts freaking the fuck out about Kang. I thought that was done really well. End credit scene was cool. Wait, the, like overall, the, the super cliche narration scene at the end. The one we thought was terrible, Logan. The one we the one we oh, were wait, that was that cliche. That wasn't cliche yeah. at all. I thought that was actually that was really terrible. well done. I thought in fact, that the cool. start, no, so I was just still in. upset that the starting narration was like so terrible. I think any movie with narration like that is like bad, except but the ending. But the ending isn't narration. The ending is an inner. The ending is an inner monologue. It's not narration. The yeah, ending's no, the they, inner they blur the line, but... Yeah. No, I actually was brilliant. Uh, and the end credit scene is dope. Overall, like, I mean, we'll give our score at the end, but overall, I enjoyed it, but it has its problems, which we'll get into. Patrick, what you want to go next? Yeah, next I just, just want to say first that um, I the level of controversy and the um, people's difference in opinions on this movie is being really overblown because you look at it and it's like, yes, it has a 47% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is not good. And it's like one point above Eternals or something, which is the lowest for Marvel. But if you actually look at the scores that the critics are giving in their reviews, the negative scores are, they're not this, they're like this. And the positive scores aren't this, they're like this. People are generally in agreement that it's like, Oh, yeah, I liked it. Or, oh, no, you know, the bad stuff kind of outweighed the good. But aside from IGN comment sections, which are always going to be like this, it, Dude, it's IGN not people saying this is the greatest movie, this is the worst movie. I just want to, like, make that narrative known because that's been kind of bothering me. Yeah. In yeah, terms of what I thought, I would feel that same way, except I leaned on the positive side. I wasn't expecting to like this movie. Um, there is some stuff that is... You know, it's it's unjustifiable. It's dumb. All the stuff with Modoc in particular, I think. Oh, is, I didn't even talk about that. Yeah. Yeah, which Jordan didn't even touch on. It, it's like it's super weird to go back and forth between Kang, who's very. Does Kang even make a joke in this movie? No, no. Um, which I think is a good choice. But then you, then they clearly wanted to have a villain making jokes anyway, so they brought in Modoc. They made it Darren. They made it the guy from um, Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Can, can, I, can I get into it next? That's exactly what it is. Which, by the way, like we shouldn't harp on bad CGI, but it's not even like the bad CGI. It's actually it's it's the, the it's the choice, but yeah, it's the choice to go and do that. But um, but even that sort of stuff where it's like it's unjustifiable that you did that. But I still found Modoc like funny. Like I think it was a bad decision, but I think objective like the. At least I died in Avenger. That's a funny scene. Should it exist? No, but at least they're not like Thor Love and Thunder, which is it's getting rid of all of that for jokes that don't even work, right? That's where yeah, this movie is a little better for me. No, it's a funny movie. It's a funny movie. Yeah, Logan, you want to go ahead? Uh, no, Lucas got it. But fuck you, I'm going. Okay, so this requires a story. Of course it does. Logan and I watched this in a very terrible movie theater. And <laughs> oh, yeah. We actually watched it. It was a bad movie theater. Like, um, every time bad I've gone, it's, like, it's too dark and, like, a little bit too loud. And so that makes it, like, any movie that you see is instantly, like, So why is it that we've we ended a one pause? What? Pause. Why is it that we have never recorded a podcast episode where all of us just watch a movie normally? Like, just go with, like... 
Like we've never. It's never been my fault. It's never been my fault. That's all I'm saying. No, no, like Dune half. No, Dune half the podcast fell asleep. Not half. Every single member on the Dune podcast, except for me, was asleep at some point in the movie. No, it's atrocious you guys didn't bring me on because I'm the only one who read Dune. And on top of that, I read Dune. I read read the sequels and I read the third book. I couldn't make it to the fifth. The fourth book was really bad. The third book was actually pretty bad. The movie theater was like dim, terrible area, and like literally one singular worker in the entire movie. So when Modoc came on, I literally thought we were like watching one of these like bootlegs where they messed something up. That's how terrible that was. Yeah, like I literally thought it was one of those bootlegs that you see, like, like I'm never buying the starving a bootleg games. You see it on like TikTok. <laughs> That's how terrible it was. It, I thought it, it was like it brought me. It made me think of like stretch res Fortnite days. Like that was how terrible it was. Right, right, right. I hated every second of Modoc. Um, the movie was absolutely terrible. I kept. I was complaining to Logan about this from the very rip, and like he didn't agree until there was some. Wait, just to be clear, Lucas made the. I talked him out I, of this, but Lucas officially made the claim that it was worse than I have not been talked out of that. Continue. That's Lucas, ridiculous. <laughs> that's not even like, dude. I would even, I would have this movie as like better than Ant Man and the Wasp. Yeah, I, I don't think that. But I, I like have that not, movie, so. I have not been talked out of that. Yeah. I have not been talked out of that. Okay, let me continue. I've I have not been talked out of that. Um, I thought that this movie, most most movies nowadays do. And I was complaining about this from the start, and Logan was kind of like, yeah, but it doesn't really matter. What? Until oh. at the end, there was, like, a really egregious scene. But I thought this had such a such a heavy, like, PC, like, things that were put in just <laughs> to be PC undertone, which, like, bothered me to, to a relatively... The really big scene that I really hated was when it was about the ants, and it was, like, socialism. It's a really charged word, but... Blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, why is this in a Marvel movie? Like, it wasn't right. no, 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 no. Could, could... I kind of felt that whole undertone the whole time, and it bothered me. Like, I just, I thought it was a joke that, like, didn't hit. And I don't see, like, the whole political thing in movies. Like, I just don't like it. Unless there's a movie that's, like, genuinely making, like, an argument about that kind of thing. It's supposed to be a statement. But I didn't feel like that was a statement. I just felt like it was a really terrible joke for the sake of it. I like, I yeah, actually. Let me, wait, let, let me build no, up no, that no, and maybe, like, rate okay. it in a little bit. Um, I think that, no, like, I'll obviously, say, like. That... No, let, 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 yeah. Um, like there's like obviously with Marvel in terms of their writing, it's very different than it used to be. And I think that um, having so many different departments doing different projects is makes it so that you like see a lot of different styles in movies. And I think this one was particularly um, it would like obviously there's been movies before where you have like a rebel faction fighting against like an oppressing overlord. Um, but I think in this one in particular, they, they took a little bit more of like the, um, they, they like were a bit more on the uh, modern day side than like the, this is completely disconnected from anything that happens in the real world. Yeah, that's, that's what kind of about, like, I don't mind a movie that's like about a real world event or something that could actually happen in real life and is making like a politically charged point because at the end of the day that's up to like the discretion of the director and like sometimes a movie is supposed to make you feel something but it felt like for such a silly feeling marvel movie especially god, god damn what is that man's name i literally kept saying it i know his name scott lang no no real life real life actor Paul, Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd has like never made a serious movie in his life, and I literally told Logan this, and he's like, he's made a serious movie. And then he looked up all the movies he's been a part of, not one. Like, he's just like not a serious actor at all. So, so it was just like a mixture of like that whole like socialism joke, and then like it's never too late to be a dick, which literally I just looked over at Logan and I was like, wow. And then just like, I don't know. It was just one of those things I'm nitpicking, but it kind of like every time it would come up, it would just be like. Is it like a too much funny thing, or is it like a? No, no, too much funny is never a thing for me. It wasn't too much funny syndrome. <laughs> no, too much funny thing. I, but I was funny because I didn't think that at all. Like the socialism joke, I didn't. I actually think there's like a single political thing in this movie. It's never like, it, the... okay. I, I guess it's not as much political as though. It's political is like the wrong word I'm using. It was just like this, like. It's it's sort of instigating. 
right? Yeah. It's maybe it, yeah. it is like the the that line they know what they're doing putting that line in the movie, but again, but I think it's important to step back and recognize that that's a one no, line no, no. in a 2-hour that, movie. That's the best example. You know. Well, well I was all, I was going to say that line that line also is Hank Pym's character. Like he's a hippie from the 70s. I guess that's who we get. I guess politically like that, like, I the line word. like kind of made perfect sense. The description the way I'm doing it in my head is like like yeah, man. Like like this kind of thing with like it's never too late. It's never too late to stop being a dick. Or like, just like it's like it's goofy. Yeah, yeah, it's goofy. Like, it, it's yeah. Like, no, and also it's, the yeah, whole it's like granola. Like, no, it's like granola goofy. Like it's granola the whole goofy. Cassie Lang character too. Like the, like this is not right. Like, like it, it was it was that whole vibe. Like the Cassie Lang. You know, we'll, we'll get to Cassie Lang because I. Overall, I thought it was terrible. All right, so let's start talking about things that actually matter, right? Like, let's yeah. start talking about the movie. Yeah, yeah. So I want to, I want to start with. Um, okay, I got that. Uh, let's. I, I, well, uh, want to do Kang first because that's probably the biggest thing in the movie, right? Uh, we'll start with Kang. Um, going into this, I was really excited for Kang. Like, I thought he was amazing. I, th- I thought He Who Remains was such an interesting villain in Loki. And yeah. so I was really excited to see really well in Loki. Loki right, was so yeah. good. what his Loki variant so looks like. Uh, I thought Jonathan Majors kicked ass as Kang, particularly in the emotions that you can feel in everything he does. Like, even that scene, and I thought the final battle of this movie was actually pretty bad. Like, I thought it just like, wasn't that interesting, except for the 1v1 between Ant-Man and Kang. But even that scene where Kang drops down, he fires the two beams, and he's, like, screaming. Like, that's such a cool scene, where you see how angry and desperate he is to achieve his goal. Um, And he's menacing, which is important, because Kang should be a menacing villain. But the question I want to pose to all of you, which I've I've talked to Patrick about extensively, and we don't agree on this, but I want to... I'm curious your guys' thoughts. I think it's a mistake to do this storyline where you have multiple different Kangs. Because the Kang we get in Quantumania is the guy that the most powerful Kangs in the multiverse were all afraid of. Like, he's the worst of the worst. And that's why he was exiled to the Quantum Realm, and he's beaten by a bunch of ants and Paul Rudd. Right? So we've already seen the worst of the worst defeated. So why do we care about anyone else coming up? Like, why do any of the Kangs matter? And this is ignoring, by the way, the fact that the three Kangs in the post credit scene look so fucking stupid. Like, obviously, they'll change that and they'll look better in the actual movies, right? Obviously. I'm not worried about that. But, yeah. I just... For me, what made Thanos so special is that when you see him in Infinity War, you get... And Bruce Banner even says it. You get that moment where Banner's like, Cap, that's him. It's like, yeah... This is the guy. Like, this is the dude that we've been waiting for for a decade. He's finally here. Holy shit, yeah. that's him. I, and with Kang, because there's so many of them, it, it, and we've already beaten the worst Kang of all the Kangs, it, it kind of feels like, why do we really care? I don't know. But right, but I Patrick, feel like the whole Patrick, point... Okay, okay, wait. Not like everyone at once. Patrick, go ahead. I, I feel like the, the, the point that you keep missing when you're saying this is the big bad guy that they exiled to the quantum realm first of all they did that as a collective so they as a collective are proven to be stronger than him um second of all he didn't like when you have him getting beaten by ant-man the whole point of him being in the quantum realm is he's disconnected from time he's disconnected from space those are the threats that king poses is as a villain who has control over time. So that's just the logic of it. The actual storytelling of it, I think you're, it, it, what it sounds like to me is you're asking for another Thanos, which I don't think you're going to get another Thanos, and I don't think you should be trying to get another Thanos. I think you should be doing something different with the main villain of this arc than what you did with the main villain of the last arc, which to me, having this massive collective of you know, hopefully they let each Kang actually be powerful and not have just an army of, you know, CGI. Hopefully that's the, that's the asterisk that I'm putting on this, right? If there are just thousands of Kangs and they're just punching bags, I think that's a bad thing, obviously. But if it's, I have in my head, 
is of that end credit scene in like the Colosseum where it's just a CGI wall of Kangs. And the first thing I thought was like, oh, in Kang Dynasty, we're going to get a bunch of Kangs running at a bunch of Avengers. Okay. Yeah. Which I don't, so that's my, that's my main concern. And and if that's what they do, and I could be, we both could be proven wrong on this. That could turn out yeah. to work if they do it the right way. Cause we don't 100%. still don't exactly know, but if that's what they do, my expectations are tampered. But the concept of a villain, a main villain that is a collective of individuals instead of just one big bad, to me, is a better direction to take it than doing one big bad again. Sure. No, I think it's interesting. It's more just a question of motivations. Like, I think we, and this is entire. and by when, when Patrick and I were talking about this movie, once I saw it, like, my biggest takeaway was, and Patrick backed me up on this, all of my critiques of this movie and all of my worries or just, I have a lot of questions, which is not necessarily a bad thing, right? It's just like, I want to see more. I want to see where this goes because where it's left me right now uh, is a little, like, I'm, I'm interested, but like worried at the same time. Yeah, Logan, what's up? Yeah, um, I agree I agree with all that. And I think that um, my personal probably biggest issue in this movie was like the power scaling of Kang and like how they dealt with that and how they set him up and then ultimately how they defeated him i feel like marvel has historically done a good job of setting up their villains to be defeatable and not just having it be a deus ex not machina of ants coming in from nowhere um and yeah, i was, was so, just talking was so to someone stupid. else about this where um i wanted them to give more time to like the ants like having a thousand years to develop their technology that's like a super cool like interesting thing that they could have like spent a lot of time on and they could have like actually made like a, a b or a c plot of this movie and it yeah. wouldn't have felt as unearned when they came in and absolutely wrecked everything uh, right because if you had a c plot of like the ants like actually building a society and getting super advanced technology then i feel like it would have added another layer of uh, to the movie and it would have made the ending more earned um but as it was, it was literally just like, oh, remember how like the yeah, ants I? like fell in with us and then they came yeah. along and like killed Kang. But even though we set up Kang to be like the most powerful guy who literally destroys worlds and kills like worlds of Avengers. Like, so I felt like that was that was my personal biggest issue. And I felt like it could have really been fixed by delving more into that ant storyline. Yeah, or just I mean beating him in a different way. Like he has that line where he's like, "Oh, you're an Avenger. If I killed you before, you're not the one with the hammer, are you?" And I was watched that, and then I watched the end of the movie, and I'm like, "Dude, Thor would have fucked this guy like in a second. That's like, ignoring the power thing again, though. I want to say the time thing, no, which no. again is his main strength. But I want to let uh, Lucas know, go. I, yeah, go. I know, I know, but I, I know, I know. Go ahead. Yeah, Lo- Logan and I were talking about this right after the movie. And it was kind of just one of those things where I was like, first of all, okay, because the whole Kang thing we spoke about, I thought Kang was really good. I thought the acting was really good. Like, I genuinely enjoyed that character. Where I think the, the fall-off was here is, correct me if I'm wrong here, but Kang is, like, more yeah, OP than Thanos, right? Like, he, this, like, yeah. So, my fall-off is, one, I... I'm not saying this is like bad for the future of Marvel to have multiple Kangs. Just from a logic standpoint, I don't understand how he's like separated from space and time. So I don't understand how the multiversal, like several versions of you still applies to him because he can like travel within worlds. So to me, like the idea of someone being able to travel within worlds and then also having multiple of him is just a logical like downfall. Well, no, no, so I can explain it. And, and this is honestly the best thing that the movie does. The best thing that Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania does is it takes Wagner's stupid fucking melding of the Kangs theory, sets it on fire, and chucks it out the fucking window. That's done. Okay, we can, Fuck we can get to that later. Let me finish. Right. I, 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 we can, no, it's done. No, 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 but I want to answer that. I wanna, the reason why Kang can exist in multiple realities is because there can be Kangs in every reality. And every king, or almost every oh, okay. king, simply okay. learns to travel the multiverse. So presumably, at some point, a, bu- a bunch of these kings got together and were like, Let- since we can all okay. travel the multiverse, that's like what makes us king, let's make this council of kings. Uh, there is a different logic problem with that, but we can but with, the, with the council of kings existing in the first place, which is Loki says that he who remains is the last king who survived. And he's outside of time. But if there's also the Council of Kings, then how can they also be outside of yeah, time? Yeah, but they killed the he who remains. I remember correctly, 
they yeah, killed if I remember you. Right. Also, that right. was like a different. Like I thought Loki was mistaken. No, no. He who remains says that he's the one who survived. Yeah, I no. thought he was he's lying. Outside Loki. of time. Yeah. No, 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 no you're no, reading no, it wrong. No, you no, you're reading it wrong. He's outside of time. When they kill He Who Remains, there's nobody preventing the multiverse from starting at that point because that's what right. He Who Remains had been doing. So now all of these timelines are branching, and then presumably at the ends of those timelines, there are now different kings. Oh, so you're saying the the reason that the reason those yes okay. the reason okay. those had okay. it just started, but as far as they know, it's been around because it right, was outside of time. Yeah. 100%. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Okay. So, then my other issue is... Then, okay, first of all, the end thing. Like, I agree. Thousand Years is cool. I also don't understand how some people can fall into this and then live the time as normal yep. and then the ants that literally fell from the same exact place somehow yeah, passed time it makes no sense slower. it makes no sense um it makes no sense that like that could be explained like that's a bunch of science stuff you can just throw me like seven words that i have no idea what they mean and i can buy it and like it at least has some explanation there's literally zero explanation they at don't even me, try like, dumb person explanation where i can just no, be, like, we're just like yeah at least give me at least give me the sciencey word explanation where i can be like I guess I in know, some ant physical ants sense. Process that, time, like quantum yeah, particles something. differently. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was the same. I don't like. I think Thanos is perfectly OP, where he like wins the first one, and then like that's so perfect. The Infinity War Endgame arc is so perfect. Where like, okay, he's so good, we can't beat him the first time, yeah. but we can take that knowledge, go back, and figure out like this wonderful plan that has to be executed to perfection, if not almost perfection, to beat him. That was like perfect. Having this guy that's literally more OP than that, yeah. which took every powerful being in the universe known to beat, and then having like, we literally saw him just like snap his fingers and put like barriers that people couldn't walk through or like move them like this, and then he can't, like, just why make him so OP if you're gonna beat him? At least make him a defeat, like Logan said, a defeatable character. I hate the fact that it's like I'm watching this thing and I'm saying I literally saw you move your finger and elevate somebody in space and make them not be able to move just do that to all of the ants like done i win that yeah patrick yeah I, we I, already I think lucas, no no i think lucas brings up an important point which is all of us on the podcast know that king's greatest strength is that he's outside of time and space and so we can freely manipulate that but that's never stated in the movie Right, Janet Van Dyne just touches her chair, and you see Kang rip through universes like it's nothing. But they never say, "Oh, he's able to do this with these powers. He doesn't have this." Right, Kang's strength is shown as just an incredibly powerful being. We all know why he's powerful because we know who Kang is just from our knowledge, but the average viewer doesn't know that. And so I think Lucas is right. Had they shown had they shown Kang as like a like maybe like some part of him is damaged or injured, or he just expressly states like I'm weaker or whatever, some bullshit. I'm like weaker that. in the quantum realm. Like it right, suppresses exactly. my powers. So, yeah, something like that. I think that works better. They never say in the movie what why he's so powerful, but they show you it. But what they show you is the same powers that we see in the movie. And that's but where the, the disconnect is. Right, but I think you're ignoring the fact that I said you have to dock points straight away at, for the logic of the movie, yeah. like right at the start. Which is like, it, and it's exactly what Lucas is saying of it was so easy to just throw, throw in like a word here. Yeah. Because yeah. my big logic problem... My big pro anything, logic anything. problem is the Janet Van Dyne stuff where it's like they yeah, they they went into the quantum realm at the end of Ant-Man and the Wasp in that post credit scene. She was with them, but then all of a sudden she's freaking out about the quantum realm and all about them sending a message to the quantum realm. And all you have to do is say is have Cassie say with this beacon or whatever, we're sending this message to the deep quantum realm or something right, right? that's like it. some other re and she's like wait and, and that solves it and yeah. they didn't they didn't do that which is so odd because yeah, you forget that like the end of ant-man 2 is there's well, literally a radio me. signal connecting scott to the well, team on the surface it's like it's the same thing as what's in this movie yeah, yeah like, like literally one word fixes the entire thing um yeah there's also just there's also just the basic janet van dyne stuff of like why would she not tell Hank 
Scott, anyone. Hey, I know we're all like, because when when Janet first comes back in Ant-Man and the Wasp, nobody knows who Thanos is. Thanos doesn't exist yet. And why she wouldn't tell them, hey, the most powerful being in the multiverse is right back there. And he's building an army and repairing a ship to come and conquer the multiverse. We should really focus on that. Like, that's like, I don't know. I feel like that's something I would say. Personally. No, it's silly. It, 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 it's it's silly, but I do think. Uh, yeah, I would also add. Sorry, am I good to go? I would also add just the fact that I'm not understanding if these people, if they can't leave the quantum realm, why can't they just hear a signal and draw somebody into it? That's what Kang did. No, he's saying why. He can't leave it. He can't. I don't leave know it. if why that needs explanation, but I don't know. They, to me, that needs some to, If he can draw people into the quantum realm, how does he have that power if he can't make himself leave? I don't know. He has some tech. Uh, that that Lucas, really basically the logic of this movie just like makes no sense. But we're not talking about that anymore because like yeah. everyone knows. Yeah, it it's, it's boring. Com- yeah, yeah. It's it's the biggest flaw in this movie. Um, sorry, it's the second biggest flaw because oh, here we go. Here we go. The biggest oh, fucking flaw in this movie, dude. Listen, listen. I just wanna. I, just I wanna don't say think this. she's that bad, man. No, no I want to say this. No Terribly hate to character. Catherine Newton. All right. No hate to Catherine Newton. It's not her fault at all. She was given the worst fucking script. Cassie yeah. Lang is so fucking annoying and so stupid. It defies yeah. description. Like, literally, Bye. even the opening scene where, like, she's put in jail. Like, from the, the literally the first scene in the movie, I'm like, oh, you've got to become. And, and the sad part is, is Marvel had had such a good streak of introducing younger characters and making them likable. Like, Kate Bishop, um, oh my god, uh, Kamala Khan, Peter Parker, like, all of America Chavez, all of those characters. Well, are America so Chavez. America I'm not accepting fine, that fine, one. Fine. But, but Kate Bishop, Kamala Khan, and Peter Parker are all super likable, you know, younger teenage characters. And America Chavez is a little weaker, fine. And then they just went off a fucking cliff with Cassie. She's so annoying. Like, every She's single so scene. Like, and I was talking to Patrick about this. She's the most immature fucking kid in the universe. And you would think if that if you watched half of all life vanish, I don't know, you might be a little more grounded, might take things a little more seriously and like be a little thoughtful. When your dad's a fucking Avenger who, as he says, just saved the universe, maybe listen to him once in a while. Maybe don't just run into the alien dimension that you're now in and get everybody fucking killed. Like, it's just, mm, it's, uh, it's, she's every single scene. And I can't point to one particular scene that's like, but like, it's probably the don't be a dick scene. I think the don't be a dick is the standout, right? But it's probably that, but every, but every scene with Cassie is so bad. And the problem is, and we can get into this conversation, they're setting all of these kids up to take over for their older counterparts. Like, eventually, Paul Rudd is going to retire from the MCU, and Cassie Lang is going to be, I guess, Stature is technically her name, right? Stature. Is She'll it? Be the Ant-Man of, yeah, Stature. She'll be the Ant-Man of the MCU, and I'll cry, because that's a terrible fucking Bro, I, I don't know. Anybody she else want to weigh in on, she, on that? She didn't, like... I the I would say the main reason I feel like I like this movie compared to most people is because she didn't actively aside from the don't be a dick scene which is just dumb. She didn't actively bother me in her moments, but that didn't that doesn't mean I'm not disappointed with their usage of her because they set could have been a lot some potentially interesting stuff up like her at the start when she's been building this thing with um Hank and Hope and her dad isn't even clued into it. And like you think about the fact that her dad's been gone, even when he was like, they were all gone, but even when he existed, he's been absent from her life for a lot of the time. And you could lean into sort of how she's gravitating more towards, you know, these scientist people, this, this other group of people than her father. And you could do something with that in the movie. But aside from her, like, berating her dad until she until he kind of like gets it that there's not much like relationship growth they still get along well even when she's berating him she's never like even though they say i'm disappointed in you there's never a moment of crisis between the two of them and he never he never 
gets angry at her or anything. I think there's a lot more, like, I think causing a rift between those two people could have actually made both of them learn something instead of just Scott. I feel like, I feel like they didn't spend like any time really developing Hank or Janet or Hope um, really at all. And then like, right, obviously it was more about, it was supposed to more be about the relationship between Cassie and Scott. But even that I felt like didn't change all that much over the course of the movie. And so like, this was an opportunity to really delve into like the Ant-Man family and the relationships yep. there. And then really like take phase three Ant-Man family and then like have this. And then you have new phase four Ant-Man family where you have Cassie ready to take over the mantle and things like that. And they just completely whiffed with that level of character development and that level of developing the story on an Avengers kind of standpoint and on like a familial standpoint. Yeah. I can also say like total lack of character development. Also, that weird, like, Janet Van Dyne, like, I had needs in the Quantum Realm thing. I thought that I was funny, oh, Loki. But... I didn't need it, bro. I just thought that was weird. It was Bill Murray, though. I just thought that was so it weird. Was I Murray. didn't need it. I didn't need it. It was just a lot of those things, like, that add up to well, me. I, I actually think that, that, so I'm actually going to counter that point where I thought that moments like that where you have her talking about that stuff and then hank saying you know i tried to go on a couple of dates too and she was like oh what went wrong and he's going they they weren't you that's the that no that, that is sweet. the yeah. it's not just sweet that's the ant-man franchise right it's supposed to be this wholesome yeah. out it, it's supposed to be just this wholesome product in the mcu you know you look at how they've treated the the divorced family stuff in the Never previous movies, characters yeah. like Luis having Paul Rudd as an actor, as you guys were saying earlier, he's like the most wholesome man on the planet. And that sort of stuff is where I was like, all right, we have some of this heart in the Ant-Man franchise. Like there's an opportunity to cause a problem here. And instead they take it and they do something positive with it, which I'm not saying is what should happen every time. And like I said, is I think a problem between Scott and Cassie, which would be your main relationship, but all of these like unnecessary side conflicts, having wholesome spins on it, I think is what the Ant-Man franchise has in the past done really well. And then you get to this movie and it's like, and I'm not advocating that they should have been in this movie, but Luis is gone. All of the ex-cons are gone. Yeah. The whole, the, like the whole rest of Cassie's family and Scott's ex-wife and all of that, they, they're all like, they're ju they just aren't even addressed. They're not even mentioned in the movie. And I'm not saying that's worse on a story level, but I think it's worse in terms of where it fits the movie in at least to its franchise, because you definitely lost some of that heart. Yeah. I think the, the problem with this ad is like, it sort of feels like, you could swap in other characters and the movie still works. Like it did like it didn't feel like an Ant-Man movie. It felt like we need to do Kang. We haven't done an Ant-Man thing in a while. We uh, we can do something here but like sort of right? And that's like kind of what they did. But they could have just as easily had Kang been the villain for like Guardians 3, right? And like the Guardians fight and like what maybe like Kang maybe they like combine the high evolutionary and Kang into one character in Guardians. Like, like, they, they, it just didn't feel like a movie that needed to happen. And this is a criticism I read before I watched the movie, and I agree with it. It doesn't feel like the end of Ant Man's trilogy. It just, it, it like, no. you know, we think like, like Iron Man three is the other end of the spectrum where it's too much of a conclusion to Iron Man's trilogy. Where like, like they literally Captain... like, <laughs> like, yeah, we're done. Yeah, but like, no, but you think about like the trilogies we've gotten in Marvel, like Cap, like the Captain America trilogy. Each movie has a very specific purpose. It accomplishes a very specific thing for Captain America, and it's done really well. Thor's trilogy, Thor 1, like, it's cars, right? We know that. Thor 2 is pretty bad. But Thor 3, same thing. It caps off Thor's story in a really good way, and they should have never made a Thor 4. Um, it should have never happened. Uh, I'm trying to think who else... Not, who that, else, bad like, of, has not that bad of a movie, bro. Stop hitting on Thor, Love, and Thunder. It was funny. Lucas, it's... Lucas, so it's... Bad. No, let's, let's, let's do this Thor, Love, and Thunder Th tan. Thor, Love, and Thunder tangent. Lucas, go. Um, I just thought that... The, He's gonna I say I liked it. Were, <laughs> I thought it was good. I thought it was funny. funny. I thought 
I swear to God, if I hear you guys mention the codes one more fucking time, I'm gonna, I'm gonna blow a switch in my brain, and my eyes are gonna pop out of my skull. The acting was no, good. No, no, this is like a. No, 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 what? That's an expectation. That's not. That's, okay, that's, that's not an accomplishment. Christian Bale, dude. It's not that bad. Logan is not that bad. This is like when Logan tried to try to defend Thor one, and it's like Thor. First of all, Thor one is not that bad. I'll like rewatch that. That was a joke, though. Lucas is. I just think. Okay, it all boils down to Ant Man should not be a joke. It should just be the standard. No, it's not. I don't need more Ant Man. There's no. You give. You give. No. No, wait. You can give more Ant Man and you put him in the Avengers movies. But I like Ant Man like too. Character but... movies no, I disagree. Are for character I actually like having and more Ant Man. He has had zero character development character. from they the second you saw him in Ant Man 1 to the last second you saw him in Ant Man 3. He has not changed, except for maybe he knows to help out the little guy because his daughter said we should do that. And the 16 year old taught the grown man a lesson. I think you've. You know what I'm saying? Like, you give trilogies because the character develops. Like, in the Iron Man trilogy, he just develops so much. Like, Dude, he changes in so many ways. The Ant Man trilogy, he hasn't changed one bit, and they're just, like, not that great of movies. And you could just put him in more Avengers movies, and I could see more of Ant Man. I like him as a character. It's a cool concept. Uh, also, Logan was saying the whole physics of Ant Man doesn't make sense. That's a Logan tangent, not a Lucas tangent. No, I, I don't uh, I think actually, it shouldn't be a trilogy. I have a point here, Jordan. I think the problem is when this movie is coming out. It's like you were saying about how they want to do their Phase 5 kickoff movie and they make it an Ant-Man movie. I think where the other two Ant-Man movies have really worked is that they're both follow-ups. They're little capstones to Avengers movies. Yep. You know, Ant-Man 1, it came out... Did it come out right after Age of Ultron, was it? Terrible movie. Yes, right yes. Movie. it was. It, it was the movie after Age of Ultron. Ant Man Two was the movie after Infinity War, and they're both yeah. little like breaths of fresh air after those movies. Mm -hmm. They're not the things that are building you up. You know, they're little. Yeah. Uh, they're stepping stones to have a movie to be like to not be overwhelmed by the constant um, universe. And that doesn't work as well when you're trying to kick off Phase Five and the main villain of the rest of your franchise in one of those capstone movies. Yeah, no, look, phase the phase five kickoff should have been Multiverse of Madness, right? Or just like, you know, swap around some releases, like swap around some releases. Wait, did that come out? Like, whatever. Um, Make Multiverse of Madness better, yep. Yeah, I was Make gonna say. Madness, like, a watchable <laughs> movie. Um, the no, phase five I, kickoff should have been Multiverse of Madness, which should have been a different movie. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> wait, wait, is Multiverse of which one Doctor Strange, Lucas. Doctor Strange. Oh, yes, yes. Doctor okay. Strange, I thought that was the new Spider-Man. In case you don't know who Doctor Strange is, Lucas, he's the guy with the cape who does the magic. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know. <laughs> okay, but his magic stuff is more cool. Yeah, his magic is sick. And I thought that was the Spider-Man movie for some okay. reason, so that's where I was getting no, lost. Home. I was like, did that come out? No, I don't. Uh, so the no, difference no, the is, new, is Spider-Man The new Miles Spence. Morales Spider-Man movie. You are so, so fucking lost, man. You are hopeless. Guys, guys, guys. Hopeless. Guys, for, for all of our listeners out there, be, you, go go easy on Lucas. He hasn't done a podcast in almost a year. Like, go, no, go it's easy. not. Yeah, it, it seems like Lucas it's not my lack. watched a movie. not my lack. Lucas also doesn't watch movies. You don't... He just looks at movies. You don't watch. You don't right. listen. You just right. like, you just see them. Your eyes, like, no. the There's no process going on. Like, I'm there, and I'm like, that was good, or that was less good. Dude, you know, wait, you know what TikToks? No, no, you know what TikToks are where it's like shapes and colors. That's how Lucas okay. watches movies. Yeah. It's just it's just things and that happen. Yeah, you watch through kaleidoscopes. That, yeah, hundred um, percent. This movie is also really overshadowed by me and Logan going back to Duke and watching 21 Jump Street after. So. Right, movie. 
great movie. It's a great it movie. It's a great, great movie. It has nothing to do with that man and the Wasp wants a baby up. It's just like... The thing that you're not we gotta keep a running tally of coherent and significant points by Lucas made in any single episode he's in. I swear to God, we would be at like three ever. <laughs> that makes no fucking sense. That's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. Wait, you didn't like Ant Man? Wait, you didn't like Ant Man and the Wasp Quantumania? Because you watched a different movie after it? From like 20 years ago? 21 Jump Street came out in like 2014? Is it that old? 21 Jump Street. That feels like a lot longer. Yeah, 21 Jump Street was just like. Yeah, 21 Jump Street was just like. Because it's more funny. What What is this point? I was watching YouTube highlights of Crazy Stupid Love. The other day, has a better universe. Patrick, I just rewatched that It's it's like not that good of a movie, but that's no. I was specifically watching the Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone highlight scenes. Oh okay, yeah, yeah. I was like, these are so funny. I just they're great together. I just don't understand this. I want to end on the. I think we can. I think we can wrap this up. Points that you're making. Yeah. No, no. We can wrap this up. We can wrap this up. Okay. No. Let him say. Let let him give him one more chance. One more chance. (laughs) Okay. My overall Ant Man recap. Um, Yep. Let's hear it. Ant Man's daughter. Bad. I forgot her name again. Um. Character development not there. (laughs) CGI. Lucas's eyes liked. Um. Kang, cool, but why did they like defeat him so easily? Um, and not that funny. Weird, yeah, man, undertone. And and why is Kang in that man? Weird. I don't want to see him there. Now you're setting up this whole thing too, where like. Those are all really no. good points. I, I hadn't really thought. Yeah. About no, I agree. We we need we need also... Lucas. Less is more is your motto from now on. Yeah. <laughs> He's still going. Kang, like, he's still stuck down there, right? Like, that hasn't stopped? He's dead. I can't he tell if he's stuck or is he dead. I thought he was dead yeah, when I watched point. it, but I've heard some conflicting stuff I, since this then. Is, this is actually a good point. I don't want him to be dead, but I think he probably is. I don't really care. Who are, like, supposed... Yeah, I, whatever. Let's assume he's dead, because the Council of Gangs who, like, know everything say he's dead. The la- Actually, I do want to say one last thing before we wrap up. I want my standalone king. I don't want no council, bro. I want the same king I saw in Loki. Okay, like well, those are already two different kings. So. It sounds like you just named two different characters. Like, it's a, yeah, I, I mean, feel it's like Thanos. it's a different those time for Marvel. Kings. Like, we're not going to get another Thanos. No, yeah, Thanos? Okay, yeah. I just want Thanos. Yeah. I just want Thanos. <laughs> Nostalgia. Um, Thanos is better. The, the last thing I want to say before yeah. we wrap it up and give our, like, overall, you know, scores whatever is the end credit scene tease for Loki. Two important things, which is, number one, it seems like we're not going to get the three-episode arc of Loki convincing everybody of who he is. It seems like they're just going to jump right into the action, which is cool. And number two, I like that they're doing this whole, like, actually focusing the story on Kang, and they're, like, going back in time to see Kang... In like the 1800s. The Loki that thing looked dope. Well, that really looks so good. Like that seems really, really cool. Why can't I remember it at I all? Why am I like completely like, oblivious like, to I'm what not... it <laughs> What was it again? Uh, whatever. Can someone just? Alright, I think this was this was a good bite-sized review. We this don't need to go for an idea. hour and a half about no. Ant Man. No, 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 this is it. I just want to say our, our final scores. Uh, Patrick, go ahead. You uh, I would give I would give it a, a solid seven. Okay. Not a good seven, a solid seven. So like oh, a six, okay. like a six, but if a six okay. looks like a seven. Right, 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 right. So if you had like a five point three and then added one point seven to it, right, like that. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. No. Okay, but okay, wait, pa- Patrick. So we understand your grading system. Like my best your- movie of the year last year was Top Gun Two, and I gave that a nine point five. No, you can go on. Wait, I actually want to shout this out because I watched it right before this. Patrick Instagram has like a little highlight thing where it has all of the movies that he watched that are from 2022. And he like yeah. ranks them and he like makes a little comment on like every it's slide. Really like cute. Four movies it's per really slide. cute. And then like the top five he does and then he has like some honorable mentions. Actually really cool. Check it out. At Shout out to yeah. Patrick Movie Follow guy Instagram. Patrick underscore Steiny dot boy on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Grind to two billion followers. Wait, so well 
Uh, what are your guys' no, scores? That, that was my score, by the way. That was, that was 5.3 for me. That was okay. okay. Lucas, what's, Lucas, what's okay. yours? I have no idea how to write movies. What are you guys giving Love and Thunder? And then just, I can just the number. Love and Thunder was like a four. It was like a one to a 1.5 for Love and Thunder. But like we liked it less than you, you know? So don't make it relative. Okay, but is it a four or is it a one to one? I gave Which it a four. Logan gave it a one point five. It's a, dude, it's, a, it's a rating system with two <laughs> separate <laughs> like compatibilities. Okay, okay. Just spit a no, spit the first number that comes to your head that's lower than ten, Lucas. Ready? Ready? Three, two, one, go. Five point eight seven. Fantastic. There we go. It feels like it was way too high for how much you hated this movie. Yeah, like for me, Logan. You said this was worse than Thor Love and Thunder. What are you giving Thor Love and Thunder? His score can't be changed, by the way, now yeah, that he's like, <laughs> he can't. Yeah. Thor Love and Thunder is like a six five. Like no movie no movie's below You're like a out five, of your mind. five. Realistically, no movie's below like a seven for me. <laughs> okay well for me this movie is a 6 out of 10 this podcast is a 10 out of 10 go guys go though guys that is a wrap on this week's episode of excelsior um next week we should probably do the star wars ranking can we all make Dude, i would love it's spring break i would love to do the star wars ranking next okay so Lord, are you come back to new york, um, to new new york? york on thursday Okay, I have so to start I'm fucking pissed. grinding the Star Wars okay, projects. Okay. Then. So <laughs> wait, wait, wait. No, I, so, no, I'm not a I'm roast This I'm is about the, the Logan so, podcast. Wait, Logan is about no, roast so everyone to say just watch no, every no. movie. No, no I'm going I'm to watch this. it. I'm not letting you get away so with that. I want this on the fucking recording. Sunday, we're recording Star Wars. No, I leave for Mammoth. We'll have to do it towards maybe two weeks from now. But I think I, I leave for a minute on Sunday. I leave am I, for skiing and you guys want, come back to New York. Am I... But we can do it over Zoom. Oh, That's I fine. thought you finished the podcast. Just close the yeah, podcast. Yeah, and we'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah, I'm not in New York but, but anyway, that, so... Yeah. Yeah. All right. Guys, on that one... Bye-bye. So dumb. Well, it was. Anyway, so that's a wrap on this episode of Excelsior. Uh, we'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, that's... Bye-bye.